Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number 39 of the She Who Dares podcast. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gar. I'm a small business entrepreneur with almost 20 years of experience in the event industry, and I've spent the last decade creating multiple thriving businesses, growing a dedicated team, and teaching others to do the same. Each week, I'll share an inspiring conversation or message to encourage you to follow your dreams to start or scale your business. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Let's jump into the episode. Welcome back, podcast friends, to another episode of the She Who Dares podcast. I'm thrilled to be back with you this week for one of my very favorite topics, time. Now, if you followed me for any amount of time, you know that I'm a total time junkie, and I love to know the ROI of every single minute of every single day. Now, I know that sounds neurotic, and I'll agree that it can be, but Knowing how I'm spending my minutes, my hours, and my days, and when I'll have to hustle versus when there'll be a break is life-saving. I talk to a lot of business owners, and over and over, I hear how overwhelmed they are or how they just don't know how they're going to get it all done. And I get it. I've been there. But guys, it does not have to always feel this way. In this episode, I'm breaking down the top five reasons entrepreneurs tell me that time blocking doesn't work, and I'm also going to tell you why they're wrong. Time blocking works when you make it work for you. It's a discipline, and like all other disciplines, you have to stick with it and find a rhythm, and then and only then will you begin to see the light. And you'll think, Brandy, why haven't I been doing this all along? All right, guys, are you ready for this one? Let's get to it. Time blocking is the unlock to figuring out this elusive idea of work-life balance. And while I don't think anyone will ever be able to define exactly what work-life balance is, I do think that blocking time for work, time for family, and time for your own mental health is imperative to feeling balanced as a busy business owner. At the end of this episode, if you feel like you want to dive more into what time blocking exactly is and the step-by-step to get started to make it work for you, I'm going to invite you to head over to my website and grab my Time Blocking for Busy Entrepreneurs workshop. It's completely free and you can download it at brandygar.com slash time blocking. It's a step-by-step video tutorial to show you exactly how to get back your time and to break out of this dirty word we all love to say, busy, right? And really, what does busy mean? It just means that you feel like you have a lot to do, but you don't actually know what you have to do, so you just say, I'm busy, which is terrible. We want to break out of that word. We want to know exactly what we have to do and exactly what time we're doing it, so time blocking is the key. So again, that's brandygar.com slash time blocking, and you can grab my completely free time blocking for busy entrepreneurs workshop and learn step-by-step how to make time blocking work for you. Okay, so let's get into the episode. So first, let's decide what time blocking is. So the definition of time blocking is simply the practice of planning out every moment of your day in advance 
and dedicating specific time blocks for certain tasks and responsibilities. Wait a second. Every minute of every day? Okay, stick with me, friends. We'll get to that part. Don't freak out. We will get to that part. Okay, the number one reason I love time blocking is it helps me to understand if I'm overcommitted or if I have open time to add in a project that I've been wanting to get on my list. Instead of filling that open time with waste, like scrolling social media or trying to figure out what I'm supposed to actually be doing next, each minute of my day is planned in advance to bring me the best return on my investment. And guys, remember, time is the only non-renewable resource that we have. We can always make more money, but we can never get back more time. So we concentrate so much on the return on investment of our money, but how often are we thinking about the return of investment on our time, which all of us have equal amounts of, and we can never get more of, right? So thinking about the return on investment of every minute is so, so important. So you have to retrain your brain to think, don't only think of ROI for your money, think of ROI for your time, right? Before you start with time blocking, there's one non-negotiable. You absolutely must, must, okay, if you guys are doing something else, listen to me now. You must use an electronic calendar. Now, for all of my paper friends out there, I know you're hating me right now, and you're like, Brandy, just because you want to use an electronic calendar doesn't mean I have to, and I agree, but if you want to use time blocking, and I suggest that you do, you must use an electronic calendar. Now, while I prefer Google Calendar, I don't really care which one you use, iCalendar, eCalendar, I don't really care. I'll let that be up to you, but if you're a paper planner type, you're going to need to make the change. Time blocking is structured, but life happens and it will be fluid and it will be necessary for you to be able to easily adjust blocks as needed by simply moving them around on your calendar. And when you start having to erase all those paper blocks, you're going to get super frustrated because you're going to have a messy calendar. And I know no one loves a messy calendar. So I'm telling you, you got to get on the electronic calendar bandwagon here, okay? All right, now that we have that settled, let's jump into the top five reasons that time blocking doesn't work. (laughs) Number one, I got distracted, right? I mean, come on, who doesn't, right? In a world of constant notifications, it's nearly impossible not to get distracted. So this is why it's time to turn off the notifications. That's right. I said it. Don't argue with me. No one needs your attention instantly. So stop giving it to them. In my world, I only, only get notifications for calls texts and WhatsApp. And that's just because our team, our blush team is on WhatsApp. And that's where if they need me urgently, they can reach me. All other notifications are off. If someone sends me an email, I don't know. If someone tags me on Facebook, I don't know. DM on Instagram, I'll have to find out later. The temptation is too great to get distracted when you hear that ding, And then you end up in a rabbit hole that sucks an hour out of your day and you can never get it back. And you're just sitting there thinking, no. So right now, literally right now, hit pause, right? You guys find the pause button, hit pause and go into all of the notifications on your phone and turn them off. 
Yes, it will be weird at first, but as exciting as it is to get a new notification, it's even better when you log into Facebook after being gone for six hours to see lots of love notes and notifications and comments and tags that you can now spend some dedicated time replying to instead of trying to rush through and just hit like and send a heart emoji, right? So this is such a much smarter way of planning your day. Turn off the notifications and then come back to me for number two. All right, are you guys back? Okay, so here's number two. I didn't finish the block that I was working on. This one happens often and it's totally okay. When you put a block of time on your calendar, you're estimating how much time it will take you to accomplish that task. And sometimes we underestimate. When your time is up for the task that you're working on and it's not done, the most common thing we do is just keep plowing through it, right? We just keep going. Then we move on to the next thing 45 minutes late and then we keep being behind on all of our blocks. We get to the end of the day and we realize the last three blocks of time on our calendar we didn't even touch and one of them was due today. Don't do this. Instead, when your time block is up, take a second to think about how much of a priority what you're working on is, right? So let's say you're about three quarters of the way through a project that you underestimated how much time it was going to take you to do. If that project has to go out today, You need to look at the rest of your time blocks for the day and move some of those to a different day. If the project you're working on right now is not urgent and it does not have to go out today, stop what you're doing, estimate how much time you have left to work on that project and add it to a different block at a different day so that you can finish it and then move on to the next block. Now, I know. I like check marks, you guys. I love them. So when I don't finish a block and I have to move it to a different day to finish it, I literally have like goosebumps all over my body. I'm like, oh no, this is the worst feeling. And I, so I get it. I get where you're coming from, but it's so important. We need to focus on the things that we need to be focused on and let go of the things that we can do later right? So don't just keep plowing through that block, reevaluate your day and see what needs to get done and then move on to the next task. Okay. That's why the electronic calendar is so important because now you can just slide a block to the next day or you can slide it to a couple days later where you have a white space. It makes it so much easier than erasing or, oh gosh, even if you wrote in pen in your planner, which I don't know why anyone would do that. But anyway, use an electronic calendar. Okay. Number three, I didn't have everything I needed to get the project done. So let's go back to some time blocking basics. When you have a project you need to get done, you need to break that project down into smaller tasks. So your time blocks should be tasks, not projects. For instance, if I need to write a timeline for a client before I can finish the timeline, I need to actually pick up the phone and call each vendor who's working on that wedding to confirm their times. I also need to call the venue to confirm what time we get access to the venue. So if I just put two hours on my calendar to write the Smith timeline on Wednesday, I'm going to sit down on Wednesday when that time block starts and realize I didn't call any of the vendors first and I didn't call the venue. So now I have to do those things before I can write the timeline. 
And then guess what? I have to call each of those people. And if I call 10 people, maybe only five of them are actually going to pick up. So then I have to wait for a return phone call. Okay, so you can see where I'm going with this, right? So now instead of spending two hours actually writing the timeline, I just spent an hour calling vendors and I still don't have all of them responded. And so now I still can't write the timeline. So instead of putting write the Smith timeline on your calendar, you need to break that down in chunks. If I need to call all the vendors and the venue first, I should schedule an hour to do that on Monday. So now on Monday, I'm calling everybody to confirm if they don't pick up, that gives them until Wednesday, right? Because I've written that I'm going to do the timeline on Wednesday. That gives them until Wednesday to call me back. When they call you back or they write you back, if you email them, don't start making the timeline on a random day. You guys, this is what everyone wants to do, right? No, just take their response and add it to your client's file. Now, when you sit down to write the Smith timeline on Wednesday, you're going to have everybody's responses compiled into one little nice, neat note, and you can create the timeline and knock it out and send it to your client for approval. It makes it so much easier, but it's so important that you break your projects down into tasks because if you don't, you won't have all the pieces necessary when you sit down to do that task, right? Does that make sense? Okay. So number four, I didn't even have time to pee. (laughs) Okay, I love this one. I hear this all the time. For me personally, it was always, I didn't even have time to eat. And that's just me. I never take time to like sit down and have a meal. I think maybe because I was a server so early on in my career. And if any of you have ever been servers before, you know, you just kind of like shove a bite of food in your mouth as you like run back to the side station, right? So you never sit down to eat. So I'm just used to that. But it's so important to make sure to leave some white space on your calendar. Leave a buffer between tasks, either grab coffee, to go potty, to talk to a coworker, to check on your kids, or Honestly, just to take a breath, like walk outside and get the sun on your face for a second or just take in some fresh air. Life happens and the point of time blocking is to add sanity to your day, not to make it crazier. So make sure to schedule in breaks and white space so you will stay on schedule and feel calm and collected when you do it. That's the whole point, guys. Make sure you're not missing the point. It's not to schedule every second so you feel like you can get the most done in a day, it's to schedule every second so that you understand that you have enough time to get it all done in one day. But that takes ensuring that you have time to go to the bathroom, time to make lunch, time to chat with a coworker. It's so important. You've got to have sanity in your day. The whole point is to bring more sanity to our lives, right? So number five is I just, I'm not feeling it. And friends, I've used this one more than anyone, okay? (laughs) But here's what I've learned. All humans have creative pockets in their day. For most of us, it's the earlier part of the day, before lunch. For some of us, it may be late afternoon. Either way, figure out when your most creative time of the day is and schedule appropriately. Do not schedule time to create social media content for your business at 3 p.m. if you're hitting your afternoon slump at that time. I mean, come on, who has done that before where you're like, well, I got to write six Instagram posts, but I need to grab a cup of coffee before I do that, or I need to hit a Red Bull. I mean, 
do you really think you're going to be writing like the most creative copy if you're trying to be jacked up on a Red Bull? No, you won't. Also, don't schedule yourself to create a design board for a client in the late afternoon when you know that you're most creative in the early morning. Schedule creative blocks when you're most creative so that your juices will be flowing and you'll be excited to get your visions out into the world. There are plenty of non-creative things that you can do at other times during the day when it's more task management or bookkeeping or emails or all the things us creatives don't really like doing, right? But they don't take a whole lot of brain power. So schedule those things at other times during the day when you can just kind of like knock out task management. Don't try to be creative at times in your day when you're not going to be creative. All right, so those are the five things. Let's recap. Number one, turn off your notifications. Be in your inbox when you are scheduled to be in your inbox. Otherwise, turn it off. Turn off all social notifications as well and eliminate the desire to check in. Number two, Reevaluate throughout the day to ensure you're staying on task. If you need to adjust your blocks, that's where the electronic calendar comes into play. Just move it to another time slot. Number three, be prepared. Make sure that projects are broken down into manageable tasks and that you add the tasks to your calendar in the order they need to be done so that you have everything you need when you sit down to knock out a time block. Number four, schedule breaks. You will need to potty. You will need to eat. They're just basic human functions. So schedule time to do these things so you stay on task and you don't get defeated. Number five, schedule creative time at your most creative hours. If you're the most creative in the morning, be sure to schedule right-brained activities during this time so you avoid writer's block or staring at a white screen. That's the worst, right? And that's it, friends. It's time to stop letting your calendar run you and for you to take back control of your days and hours. If you're ready to see how time blocking can help you to feel less overwhelmed, less crazy, and start feeling the balance that we all long for, jump over to my website to download my Time Blocking for Busy Entrepreneurs workshop. This will walk you through step-by-step how to build your blocks, how to avoid the pitfalls, how to ensure you're scheduling in family time, me time, and all the other times that you need to be a well-rounded, successful business owner. That's brandygar.com slash time blocking to download that now. As always, if you loved this episode, I'd like to invite you to share it with a friend on Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. You can tag me on all three. I'm at brandygar and please be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And if this content was helpful to you, I cannot tell you how much it means to me if you would take two minutes to just pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I absolutely love reading the reviews and I'm so encouraged to sit down at the mic week after week when I see how many of you are growing your businesses through the content that we're sharing. Thank you so, so much for leaving those reviews. And friends, Thanks for spending time with me again this week. I will see you next week, same time, same place. I love, love, love being here. See you next time.
Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed Pro to Confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24-7, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life-changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation, and it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning questions? When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches, and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do, and we can talk about it, think through it, and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing, and if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. 
Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.